This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Monday, April 13th, 2020. And you know, the market continues its volatility. I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. It's just not. So when you think about the market and, and the reaction to the COVID-19 pandemic, it, it's understandable, but but seems surreal, doesn't it? All those huge movements up and down, and then the the the, the going down the street or out, you know, nobody's out, no baseball. My wife is very upset about that, by the way. No professional baseball. It's like you know, just surreal. You know, three months ago we were all about prosperity, prosperity here in the country, and now no, nah, it's all gone. And again, volatility is reign supreme everywhere. So here we are. We must face reality. It's required, and we're going to do it together. It's not impossible to survive this. It's not. We just have to deal with it. So I'm here to answer any of your questions to help you get through this time. If I can, I'll do it unbiasedly. And this is a call-in show, so you can call anytime you want. Now, as an investor, you, of course, want strategies and help how to deal with this volatility. So, how do you prepare for it? How do you, how can you get, you know, the goal is always the same, financial freedom, no matter what kind of market we're dealing with. And this is a very unusual market, but we still, the goal is the same. We still can achieve it. it we just have to make some changes in our life. You know, in our in our portfolios, we have to make changes. We have to adapt. That's all. That, that's all. That's that's all we have to do. I'm Steve Peasley. I hope you'll call me this hour. This is a call-in show uh, through the Invest Talk Radio program and the podcast. I'm here to help you. I want to help you become a better investor. It's as simple as that. Justin and I are able to do this on a daily basis, Monday through Friday, four to five Pacific time, and we want to help you. We do it with independent thinking. We don't buy people, other people's strategies or other people's papers or research. We don't. We do our own. So, and we're a little bit different. Our investment firm uh, is a little bit different. We recommend only those things we buy for ourselves. We buy the exact same thing for our clients as we do for ourselves, the same time, same percentage. My goal is to have everybody have the same performance in the various programs we have. And we have various programs from very risky to very conservative. But every one of them, I have my own money in. And I buy the same thing as I do for my clients. Same time, same percentage of our portfolios, everything. So that's how that what makes us different. Not too many money managers do that. Okay. So I'm ready to take your questions live. 888-99-CHART is the number, 888-99-CHART. You can call anytime. That number is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And of course, we have, we're backing up calls, so we're going to try to get through a lot. We'll do our best. And But you can call right now live, 888-99-CHART. Now, during this you know, COVID-19 stay-in-place situation, Justin and I, of course, had to postpone and cancel our trips 
right? We can't go wherever we wanted to go to meet people, but we still can do through technology. We can offer no cost, no obligation portfolio assessments via the telephone, Skype, Zoom. Zoom is a little twitchy, I've noticed. Uh, Skype works or just telephone. Now, you, 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 you need probably this is an important time you probably need help you know we will help you we we try to help everybody as best we can you know sometimes it's very difficult because we get a lot of requests but we make a very big effort to answer every question that we get we look at every portfolio you know whether you become a client or not of course we would love you to become a client but we still look at the portfolios even if you're not so Give us a call. 888-99-CHART is our number here at the radio station. You can go to my investtalk.com, investtalk.com website, investtalk.com, and send me an email if you want to look at your portfolio. Just tell us what you want. My main talking point today, will debt-fueled inflation make the cash-is-trash argument viable? Debt-fueled inflation. Are we going to have lots of inflation going coming up on that? Well, the founder of the world's largest hedge fund thinks so. He thinks because of a combination of the monetized deficits, currency depreciation, and large tax increases, we're going to see some inflation. Is he right? We'll see. We'll talk about it. I want to definitely talk about it. Okay. Also, um, Goldman Sachs says the bottom is in. David Costin and team of strategists thinks it's in. We've already seen the bottom. Let's, let's explore that. I don't know if I agree with them. I don't think I don't know if I disagree with them, but I'm going to do arguments both ways. And um, okay, Feds. Do you know the guy named Neil Kashari? He is the uh, federal Vi- Pre- Federal Reserve President out of Minneapolis, the Bank of Minneapolis. He says 18 months of rolling shutdowns is ahead. Hmm, a little bit different. That's that's pretty scary. And a survey, half the retired Americans say they retired because of factors outside their control. Half of them. That's pretty important. And that's all just a math on the market. I want to talk about that. What happened to the market today? The Dow was down 328. Well, it was much better. It was down 600 or so at one point. Lots of volatility. Uh, and the, NAS, uh, the NASDAQ was up 39. So the Dow was down 328, the Nasdaq up 39, the S&P down 28. So basically a down day, but a little bit mixed with the tech stocks. So remember, we've had a couple weeks, right? Pretty dramatically up. And this week is going to be kind of important. Is this going to be the turning week going back down to retest the lows? Is it going to go sideways? Is it going to continue its upward march? Don't know. We're going to see. Anyways... Time to give me a call. Uh, 888-99-CHARTERS, our anytime listener line number. You can call live or we'll call, take a voicemail too. We have lots of those questions. And here's one that came in earlier. Hey, Invest Talk. I'm a current listener and I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Noah. And I recently come across a real estate investment trust called MFA, Financial Inc., ticker MFA. And recently they've been hit hard by the pandemic economy along with a canceled quarter one dividends and what they usually trade at is like $7. However, we've seen lows like 36 cents 
Anyway, I was just calling to get your input on the MFA. Thanks. Bye. Okay, MFA Financial Inc., headquarters out of New York, New York. It's a REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, primarily engaged in the business of investing on uh, 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 investing on a leveraged basis, whatever that means. A REIT primarily engaged in the business of investing on a leveraged basis, and that doesn't tell us very much at all, does it? Really is not a good explanation of what they do. They make money. They're going to make allegedly 67 cents this year, then 71 cents yet. Last year, they had a huge dividend. The P.E. ratio is very low at around 2, very low. And the thing, the, uh, the price crashed from $6 all the way down to $1.86 today. I mean, it fell all the way down to 30 cents before it recovered to $1.86. Too bad you couldn't time that perfectly, huh? Too bad it's impossible to time the market. But if you could have bought the bottom at 36 cents and now it's $1.86, man, that would have been great. But most likely, most of the owners bought it around $6, $7 because that's what it was trading at almost all last year. I would stay away from this. Stay away from it. Why? Because there's something wrong. It's a small, small company, $840 million. They said they're going to make money. They made money a long time. Well, why is it? See, if they're using leverage, you know, and I don't know, I'd have to look into it carefully. That means they're borrowing a lot of money. And that means they're going to have to refinance that money. And it depends on how leveraged they are. You know, so that's kind of scary to me, that kind of business model. In this environment, I'd stay away from it. Symbol MFA. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And if you're serious about achieving financial freedom, you've got to be prepared for market volatility. It happens. It just is. So deal with it. So how do you come up with strategies to help balance that off? They're out there. You can do it. So Invest Talk listeners are invited to contact me or Justin to uh, to set up a, an appointment for the portfolio assessment. We will personalize the session. It's just you and I, or you and Justin very simple and maybe we can help you maybe you can become a client love to have you as a client but not necessarily that's not necessary we can do it via telephone zoom skype try to do one of those services so there's no reason to postpone your no cost portfolio consults and consultation you can do it so give me a call 888-99-CHARTERS our number Now that this coronavirus scare has shut down all the gymnasiums, my wife has had to go and start running again. That's her normal workout now, and all of a sudden her knees became inflamed, creating lots of pain. Obviously, she's looking for relief and started applying Qantas Muscle Rub multiple times per day, three times a day. She told me it helps reduce her soreness and discomfort. Now, if you listen to our podcast... You know I'm skeptical about many of these kind of products. I'm here to tell you from personal experience, this brand is believable. Quanta is a publicly traded applied science company. They make health and wellness products utilizing patented technology and makes them up to five times more efficient. Their flagship product is an all-natural muscle rub that alleviates aches and pains because it directly reduces inflammation. We have teamed up to help listeners to Invest Talk. So for a limited time, you can save 20% 
off of all Qantas health wellness products by using the coupon code INVEST, that's I-N-V-E-S-T, on their website. Their website is buyquanta.com. That's B-U-Y-Q-U-A-N-T-A dot com. April is National Literacy Month. It was created to highlight the importance of financial literacy. The objective is to teach Americans how to establish and maintain healthy financial habits. And you are already on the right track by listening to Invest Talk. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions now. 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve and Justin. Thank you for taking my call on the air. My name is Richard from Michigan. I'm looking at ET Energy Transfer Company. They're a midstream oil natural gas pipeline. They have long-term contracts with oil producers, so the price of the oil I don't think affects their profit as much. Uh, There's a couple other things I like about them. The founder is still the CEO, and they have about 30% of the market share of the pipelines. And I'm just wondering, their dividend is very high now because the price has come down. It's at 26%. Is the dividend safe? Probably not, but if they do have to cut it, how much do you think they would cut it? And I want to hold this as a long-term investment using the dividends as income. I appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you very much. Okay, Energy Transfers LP. So it's an engaged in a natural gas, midstream, liquid transportation and storage business in the United States. Now, I'll warn you, you mentioned something that Probably is not true. I can't say it's definitely not true, but probably is not true. Uh, the price of natural gas and oil does, many times these contracts with these uh, transportation storage companies, many times their long-term contracts uh, adjust You know what they get paid based on the underlying uh, 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 um, um, commodity, the oil or natural gas. So if the price goes down, their, their profits go down too. Prices go up, they will adjust upwards too. So many times those contracts are not like just set in stone and this is what it is. Just to warn you. They're going to make a dollar 31 this year, dollar 27 next year. They made a dollar 36 last year and that's kind of what they've been making. Uh their their the the yield right now is 20%. It's a $5.96 stock. It was a 13 $14 stock a couple months ago. A year ago it got up close to 19 20 dollars. Okay, today it's at $5.96. They have a lot of debt. That concerns me. That always does with any company right now. Any company you're thinking about buying, I think you need to kind of focus on debt for a while, you know, for the next year or two or three. Let's just see how long. But this is a, it's pretty low priced. Cash flow is pretty strong at $2.51. We're returning equity is pretty good at 17 And I like the fact that the manager owns 17%. All those are good. So I think they, I don't think they'll have a 20% dividend because that almost takes all the earnings. Not quite, but almost. So they probably will cut the dividend. Uh, I, I may have put in a low here. It dep- and it, it's hard to know because the low came in around, well, around $4 and now it's at five ninety six. So it's starting to come off that low. So um, it's not a bad choice. I just don't. You know, I just don't like the debt that they're, they've, they, they've taken on. On the next Invest Talk, we're going to have this story. With 5 million additional unemployed claims expected this week, could layoffs become permanent? 
As companies look to trim costs, economists say retail, travel, restaurant workers are all in jeopardy. You know they are. That's obvious. That's going to be the story tomorrow. For now, I'm Steve Pisa. I'm ready to take your questions live at 888-99-CHART. It's been another busy week for the markets, lots of news, and coronavirus uncertainty. But you're interested in achieving financial freedom, so you want and need unbiased investing guidance. You're in luck. Steve Peasley is here now, and he's taking your calls live. Invest Talk, 888-99-CHART. Okay, we're going to Noel in Napa. He wants to talk about B&G Foods, correct, Noel? Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, I've got a, a large position uh, It's going to be a long-term hold. And uh, we're entering, uh-huh. uh, as you know, we're entering uh, earnings season now. And, and based on the uh, sector they're in, uh, I w- would it be safe to assume that their earnings are probably going to be up when they report them and, and maybe uh, result in a bump up in the stock price. What do you think? Well, I'm pretty sure the earnings are going to be up. Uh, B&G Foods, everybody, the symbol of BGS, manufactures shelf-stable food products such as jellies and hot sauces sold in the U.S. and Canada. So food is a good place to be in this coronavirus era we're in, and this is a, a food company. Um, their earnings are going to be a dollar sixty-eight uh, this this year, which I think they're going to it's going to happen, and a dollar seventy. So their growth is very small, but I have a feeling they're going to get a pretty good bump, as you pointed out, Noel. I think they're going to have a pretty good bump. And I noticed that their price is exactly where it was, you know, back at the end of the year. So they had a big fall and then made it all back. So I think it's a pretty decent holding for the environment we're in, and they pay a very nice dividend at the same time. I don't know if the dividend will be 11% like it shows here, because um, that's going to take most of their earnings. But the, but the cash flow is almost twice their earnings, so they could pay it if they wanted so yeah, I think I think they'll have some good news with the with the earnings. I do. Thanks, Noel. B and G S. Thank you, Noel. Let's go to Edgar in San Diego. He wants to talk about Prudential Insurance. Not not a bad play to be in insurance area. How you doing, Edgar? I'm good, Steve. How are you? Thank you so much for taking I'm, my call. Uh, thank I you. was looking at the Prudential Security. Now the price is almost fifty percent lower. And it says they pay about 7% interest, which I'm looking for income. I was wondering what's your take on that. Well, I'll tell you, um, Prudential Financial, everybody, offers life insurance, annuities, mutual funds, retirement products in the U.S., Europe, and Asia. And their earnings are going to get hurt. Because, you know, it's a fi- in the financial area. Uh, it's a $23 billion company. And, and, uh, uh, Edgar is asking about the dividend. The dividend is 7.6%. They're allegedly going to make $11.62 this year, then $12.68 next year. That might be a little high, you know, because estimates are, you know, we're, we're in, moving into recession. So that could be high. Let's say it's only $10. Well, that still makes it's a six PE. It's still very low. 
Okay, and the cash flow is still going to be fairly high. So they can pay that 7% dividend. I think that's doable. But I do think their earnings are probably going to fall. Um, they fell from a $90 dollar char- $90 stock all the way down to about a $35, $40 stock, and now they're at 58 So they came back uh, about with where the market came in. So for the dividend, it's probably pretty secure, I think, Edgar. I think the dividend is secure. Uh, I, they are going to have they are going to have uh, a reduction of earnings. That's I'm pretty sure of that. But no, I think the dividend is pretty secure. Edgar, thanks for the call. That was Prudential symbol P R U. Everybody P R U. On the next invest stock, with five million additional unemployed claims expected, you know that's going to be a problem for a lot of workers, right? How many would that make? 23 million total people applying for unemployment claims in the last month? So some companies are not going to come back. Some retail, travel, restaurant workers, are their jobs going to come back? That's going to be the story tomorrow, everybody. For now, I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm ready to take your calls and questions, 888-99-CHART. We talked to Noah, we talked to Edgar. Now, the COVID-19 may ultimately be blamed for the death of, you know, some iconic retail brands. Nordstrom, will they survive? Will they? Big box stores have already had a huge problem, right? Right? Because of Amazon. Are they... Is this going to be the death knell of other big box stores? The company has $850 million in cash on hand, $850 million, but it also has $2 billion in debt. Now, Nordstrom says its financial situation could become distressed if its stores stay dark for much longer because of the COVID-19 situation. So far, it has had a pretty substantial impact, right? I mean, think about that. So it's, this is going to be, how long can we keep this up and not destroy a lot of companies? And Nordstrom is one of those that could be destroyed. You wouldn't think that 10 years ago. It was a huge, huge brand, right? I mean, 10, 20 years ago, Nordstrom was the king of big box stores. It was a high-end, too bad. It's really too bad. Okay, we hear so much about China, but what do you really know about China and its history? Things are up in the air on and now, but the U.S. still has the world's largest economy. We know that, right? Then China's number two. So as we go to break, here's my trivia question. China emerged as one of the world's first civilizations about, 21, about, about 21st century B.C., But when did China's modern era of economic power begin? I'll have the answer for you right after this break. But now we are taking your market and financial questions live, 888-99-CHART. Numbers are elusive. I bought this stock last year at about $6.75. They're always changing. I got them at $3.99 and it took a major hit. First up, then down, then up again, or 
maybe sideways. What would be a good entry point? On Invest Talk, the focus is on numbers that affect our listeners and their portfolios. Carl in Ohio, he wants to talk about his 401k. Hi, Justin, a uh, longtime listener of the show. I absolutely love it. Let's go to Dave in San Leandro. You've got to be prepared for volatility. I want to know what you think for someone like me. And they know it. I'm 31 years old. So the questions keep coming. Should I dollar cost average that? 24 7. How much of your portfolio should you put into like ETFs and mutual funds? From every part of America. Hey, Steve and Justin. My name's Josh, calling from Buffalo, New York. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein analyze the complex patterns in those numbers and do their very best to decipher the potential meanings. Thanks for everything you guys do. And here's one number that keeps rising. More than 21 million InvestTalk podcast downloads. And for that, Steve and Justin thank their loyal listeners. I find you guys to be pretty much entirely trustworthy. So I'm curious, how do you do that? Independent thinking, shared success. It's all about the numbers. InvestTalk.com This is InvestTalk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART. Okay, so I gave you a trivia question before the break. China emerged as one of the world's first civilizations back in the 21st century B.C., but when did China's modern era of economic power begin? Modern era. Now, since the introduction of economic reforms in 1978, why did they need economic reforms? It was a communist country. Why? Because communism doesn't feed their people. So, USSR, Russia did the same thing. They couldn't feed their people. They had to reform their economy. So, China's economy has been one of the world's fastest growing since then. It has annual growth rates consistently above 6%. Now, according to the World Bank, China's GDP grew from $150 billion in 1978 to $12.2 trillion in 2017. And according to official GDP numbers, 2018, they're going to be about $13.5 trillion. And 2010, China became the second largest economy behind us by GDP. That happened in 2010. China's also the world's largest exporter and second largest importer of goods. China's the world's most populous country with over 1.5 billion persons, while the United States has only 330 million people. Think about that. We have 330 million people producing $22 trillion economy, and they have 1.5 billion producing a $13.5 trillion company, uh, country. <laughs> China is the world's third largest country by area. Did you know that? Third, 3.7 million square miles. The U.S. has 50 states. How many provinces does China have? They have 22. They go like provinces, not states. And that's what my trivia is for today, everybody. Give me a call, 888-99-CHART. My main talking point today, the world's largest 
the world's largest hedge fund doubles uh, down on cash is trash. Remember he said that a couple of months ago? That's Ray Dalio. Says the government spending will soon ero- erode the value of the U.S. dollar. That means inflation. He thinks we're going to have some monster inflation because of the huge spending we're having by the government and printing cash. And that's typical what happens when you print way more cash than your economy grows. You print your cash faster than the economy is growing to absorb that cash, inflation usually follows. Now, one of the things that we have that kind of blunts that is our dollars are used around the world. So if the world has inflation, we'll definitely have inflation, but we probably will have it anyways because we're spending so much. Um, the, and the government wants inflation. I hate to tell you this, but they need inflation to pay down this debt. They have to have it. You know, they, they, they're desperate, desperate for it. Think of all the debt they're putting on, right? Well, if you can pay that debt in future dollars when the dollar's worth much less than it is today, then your debt doesn't isn't as painful as it is if you had to pay it the other way around. So if they don't have inflation, don't have inflation, unless they have a deflation, that future money to pay back those loans is going to cost a lot more. And do you think people will keep borrowing our money at these really, really low rates? Chances are taxes are going to have to go up too to help pay the debt that we're taking on. Now, we've been saying that for a while, and everybody knows that, and we still keep putting on debt, and we still still haven't had any inflation, but I think we're approaching the different times now. I really do. Let's go to Matt in Montana. He wants to talk about Cisco. Are you there, Matt? I'm here. Good. Uh, I Cisco. just wanted to thank you for uh, your show and everything that you, you do. I've learned so much from you in the past two years, so I really appreciate it. Um, but you. yeah, I was calling about Cisco Systems. Uh, was uh, first looking at uh, Hewlett Packard, and then kind of migrated onto Cisco, and wanted to get your thoughts on the company and price point that you think would be good to get into. Okay, Cisco Systems. There's two Cisco's out there, everybody. One is a food company, and S R an S S Y S C O. This is Cisco, starting with a C C I S C O, and this makes switchers, routers, and other network and communication hardware for businesses and home appliances. It is a huge company, 174 billion dollars. Uh, they're going to make three dollars and ten cents this year, which is exactly the same as they made last year, and three twenty next year. That's the estimates, and those estimates uh, obviously are going to go down, Matt. Uh, because of the current, mm-hmm. you know, situation. So the estimates are going to be down. It's a forty-one dollar stock. Let's say they make, you know, three dollars. They don't make three twenty. Make three dollars. Well, is how expensive is that? Well, it's not, not that expensive, really. With a fourteen PE, that's about their middle range. They have great return on equity, thirty-six percent. Really good cash flow. I think their dividend is pretty solid, three and a half percent. In other words, I don't think that's going anywhere. They're not going to be a huge grower, and they're fairly inexpensive. So, I might wait for a pullback of this recent rally from the bottom. I think we'll have one of some kind, and maybe I'll get get this at a better price. But it looks like it's hesitating right here the last three or four days at this price around $41. I think it, I think it's a good good company to own, Matt, a good, solid company. But I think you might get it cheaper if you wait and and wait for a pullback. I think you can get it in the high 30s. I really do. Maybe the mid-30s. Good luck with it. I hope it works. It's a great company. 
I'm Steve Peasley, and you're listening to Invest Talk. You want to grow your wealth, right? We all want to grow our wealth. Well, that's great. But of course, as you make your investment choices, there will always be a bit of fear that creeps into your judgment, always. Uh, so now the question is, how much risk and fear are you comfortable with? How much fear can you handle and when your portfolio down? How much risk versus reward and how much fear and greed are playing? This is all difficult, by the way. This is not easy for anybody to figure this out. So my idea my, to deal with this is take our risk questionnaire called Risk Allies. It's free. It's online. It will score your personal risk tolerance. It asks several questions trying to gauge how much comfort level you have with how much risk you're going to take. And it will score you from 0 to 100. 80 is the same as S&P 500. If you score low and you're fully invested, that tells you you have way too much risk. And we'll take a look at the portfolio to help you determine that as well. So you want to know what your personal risk tolerance is. So go to investtalk.com, take that risk riskalyzed questionnaire. And right now, I'm ready to take your questions at 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. We have an important schedule change to announce. Due to the coronavirus, Steve Peasley has canceled his April trips to Houston and Chicago. However, Steve is making appointments for his no-cost and no-obligation portfolio reviews via telephone consultation or two-way video Skype consultation. So you can reach out to Steve Peasley or Justin Klein now through investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. Yeah, this is Lorraine from Lowell, and I have a question about Landmark Infrastructure. It's L-M-R-K. And if you think that they are positioned well enough to get through the debt crisis that we're facing, it looks to me like they do have some debt, but I don't think it's enough to worry about. If you could look into that and talk about it on your show, I'd appreciate it. I'll listen. Thanks. Bye. Okay, Landmark Infrastructure uh, manages a portfolio of real estate uh, property interests leased to wireless conference power operators or, you know, outdoor wireless and things. I think it's a great place to be, by the way. They're going to make $1.47 this year to $2.01 next year, and I don't think their earnings are going to fall that much because of where they are. Manages a portfolio of real property interests leased to wireless Companies, renewable power operators, that kind of thing. So I, I, I think this is, you know, they're not growing that much, you know, but they're, they're not, I'm more worried about, not, I'm not worried about growth. I'm more worried about survivability and steadiness of earnings. And I think their earnings are going to be pretty steady. The stock is $11.98 a share. They're going to make $2 a share next year. And that means it's what, 6P? And the five-year range is 5 to 57, so it's right at low of the range. That doesn't mean it can't break below the range. I want to everybody. I give you the range. Very easy. This situation can break the lows ranges. Don't think the low of the range is set in stone. It's not. In a normal market, it's pretty durable, but not in the, when something like this comes along. They pay a very large dividend, 12%. Can they continue to do that? Probably. 
that's about 70% of their earnings. So we like to have the payout ratio be 60%. In this case, the payout ratio is a little bit more than that. And the debt is not unsurmountable. They do have debt, but I think you're right. Cash flow is a little weak. but And the return on equity is only 7%. So it's it's a strange kind of company. I'd like to see what that debt is. I have a feeling that I, I'd want to know how much that debt is short term, long term, and uh, what what is they paying and how when do they have to refinance it? Or, I don't think they have any trouble though. I really don't think they have trouble refinancing. Anyways, good company. L M R K. Wow. Fifty cents before pop back up to twelve. Um, I think that we might want to see a, a, a retracement of some kind, maybe $9, $10, somewhere in there. I think that's possible. I'm CPZ, and you're listening to Invest Talk, and I want to talk to you. I want you to give me a call, right? We are all here to grow our wealth, and that, that's great. We all want to do that. So give me a call, 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. And I would love to give you, okay, we're, we're going to move on to another, Jack says the bottom is in. So they say the bottom's in. This is cost and a team of his strategists. They're all of 2000 on the S&P, no longer likely size, and says year-end target is about 3000 Well, what's the S&P today? I think it's what, 2700 or so? Okay, so they think it's going to be up a little bit more from where it is now. He also said it's going to be a struggle. 18 months of rolling shutdowns in various parts of the economy until a vaccine comes out. And it could be a long road to the recovery. That's what he says. Now, I'm going to agree with that part. I think it's going to be, it's not going to be as easy as people think. And I've been reading articles that people think it's, you know, we'll be, we'll be fine once we get the economy. Ah, man. Some, some, some of the companies, the smaller companies, just gone. Gone forever. A lot of restaurants can't shut down a month. Most of the restaurants make it. Uh, it's not a high profit business. So that's going to be a problem. And then what, who else? So cruise ships. Uh, man, we're going to see some bankruptcies there. Airlines. See, you can't shut these things down. I mean, I think the airline is, what, 80%, 90% loss of business? It's huge. Huge loss of business. So, it's going to be, be a long haul. Goldman Sachs to be a bit more optimistic than a than reading. So, We'll see. We'll see how that is. 99 chart, 88992427 number. Time to give me a call. I did some math. I just have to figure out how from how high, what's the fall, the high for the NASDAQ, the Dow, and the S&P 500. The fall for the NASDAQ was about 30 to 31%. The Dow was the 38.5%. So more, the SP 35 and about a half percent. Now, how far from the bottom? Bottom, how far up have we been? At, you know, last week at the, when it popped up all of, uh, toward the end of the week. Well, for the NASDAQ, it's only up 18 percent. That's surprising. It wasn't, it was the lagger here. The Dow is up 23 percent and the SP up 22 percent. 
So the NASDAQ lagged, but maybe because the NASDAQ was probably the most overpriced part of the market, too. Kind of interesting to, just to do the math. So I, I thought it was I thought it was interesting anyways. I'm Steve Peasley. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'd love to talk to you. Um, of course, I we know what you need to find your risk risk score. We already went through that. Let me see what. Okay, <laughs> computer's slowing down. Everybody. Uh, so let's keep moving. Um, my number my number is eight 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 ninety nine chart. Here's a here's a call from the Voice Bank. Hey, Stephen Justin, we love your show. Thanks for guiding us in these turbulent times. I had a question regarding ETF MUB. It's a muni. Because I like holding muni bonds for my bond section of my portfolio for my taxable account. Took a big hit, but for my taxable retirement account, I'm using MUB for my bond exposure because of the tax efficiency. But it got a big hit, and I'm wondering if you think that is enough to hold a diversified bond proportion for my taxable account. Let me know your opinion on that. Okay, thanks. Okay, M is in Mary, U, B is in boy, is the iShares National Muni Bond Fund. Exchange-traded fund seeking performance corresponding to the S&P National uh, Free Municipal Bond Index. Okay, yeah. Uh, now, it would be better to have a bond, the, uh, the bonds being in your own state, because that's, you know, if you have state bonds, it's double tax-free, state tax-free and federal tax-free. But this, I don't know what, what's, this might be across the board. So some of these might not, some of the income that you would get only pays 2.4%, may not be all tax, double tax free. That would be my concern. I know there have bond funds that if you're in California, just so focus on California and other states too. You know, so I, I think you'd be better served at finding one of those. Okay, that's specifically for California municipal bonds. Okay, and it's out there, and I, you know, I'm, I don't know where you're calling from. If you're calling from some other state, try it. Your questions in now. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. On the next Invest Talk, with five million additional unemployment claims expected soon, could layoffs become permanent? That story tomorrow. And now Steve Peasley is here, ready with answers, but he's waiting for your questions. Call Steve, 888-99-CHART. Okay, let's go to Steve in Oakland. How you doing, Steve? Hey, Steve. What's going on? Enjoying this beautiful day here in sunny California here in Oakland. I have a question for you about the stock HNP. It's um, an independent power and renewable electricity producer. It's a large cap, large cap stock based out of China. I purchased it four years ago, and I'm down forty four percent. I don't know what to do with it at this point. Okay, let's take a look. Hunan Power Company, HNP, Chinese company, may engage in generation distribution of electric power to twenty six provinces. So it's big. It's a five and a half billion dollar company. They're going to make two dollars and forty cents next year. They only made six. I'm sorry, two dollars thirteen cents next this year and two forty next year. And this year, last year, they only made six cents a share. So you know, it hasn't hasn't done well. It just has not. They pay a three point six percent dividend. Cash flow is pretty weak. For such a big power company, you would think it would perform better. I mean, it just does not perform. Um, 
So you're down big. I, I'd hate to tell you this, but I'd probably take profits right here. Pounced up from uh, $12 and now at $14.22. And that looks like resistance. Right around $14.50 to, 14 to $15 is, is, is going to be tough for it to break through that, I think. Um, and they just don't have the horses. They don't have the money. That, you know, the, 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 you look at earnings next year, it's supposed to make you know, $2.40. It's a $14 stock. You say, hey, that's a really low price PE ratio. Well, that'd be like seven, you know, six, seven. Well, their five year range is four to 310. So it can go down lower. And I don't like the cash flow. The cash flow is only 21 cents. There's something wrong. It's, just, you know, it's supposed to be a, 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 a power generation, electric power generation company. Why is it not doing better? I, 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 don't, I don't like it. I, I really don't, Steve. I'd probably exit it. That would be my recommendation. Go find something better. Take the loss and, you know. That help if it's in a taxable account. Uncle Sam will help you by giving you a tax write-off. Let's go to Nick and Hayward. Nick. Yeah, Steve, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you for Hello. the call. Oh, good. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for the great show. Uh, I'm thinking of RTX. Uh, I don't own any, but I'm thinking: uh, is it a good time to get in or wait a little bit longer? Well, it's a good area to be in. It provides, this is Raytheon Technologies, RTX, everybody, provides aerospace and defense systems services for commercial, military, and government customers. Well, the military and government customer part is going to do very well. It's a $53 billion company, huge company, right? Their sales are growing. You know, if Trump gets reelected, I'm sure he'll keep spending on military and it's a pretty low price. So we're looking at a $61 stock about a PE of 8. And they pay 4.8% dividend. Now, looking at a chart, they got down to like $44 or so at the very low. Uh, and now it's at back to 61 It was high as 90 So I think you might get a little bit of a pullback again. It pulled back a little bit already from uh, 60 down to 50, and then it skyrocketed back up. So I think it might do that again. So if you get in the low 50s, that's where I think you'd be a buyer. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate the call. Okay? Thank you. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay. Half the retired Americans say they're retired because of factors outside their control. One-third of them because of being laid off or just lost their job. When you get older, now I know that everybody says there's not supposed to be discrimination, but t- trust me, there's age discrimination. And the worst place is tech. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're older and you're trying to get a job in technology, it's tough, really tough. So the, all my point here is the uninspected happens. It just happens. You have to be prepared for the unexpected. Look at this COVID virus thing. That wasn't expected. So how do you prepare yourself? You can prepare. You can. I'm Steve Peace, and this completes another Invest Out program. I will return on Wednesday. Justin will be here tomorrow, by the way. We traded days. Justin, Justin, uh, yes, we did trade days. Okay, we did. Please remember that you and your friends can access our free Invest Out podcast downloads at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and I really appreciate all you listeners out there. Thank you. And be sure to listen, review, and rate us, too. Have a great night, everybody. 
Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. Invest Talk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART. 